The truth lives. Political bomb show starring Rishon Blyden. Win a free silicone political bomb show wristband by listening to our show on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and TuneIn for keyword phrase. Then text us to win. One winner per phone number and households. Contest may end without notice. Shipping not included outside United States. Other terms and conditions may apply. Visit politicalbombshow.cf. Monday, Monday. So good to me. Monday morning. It was all. Monday, Monday. Welcome to Political Bomb Show. I'm your host, Rayshawn Blyden. If you'd like to give us a call, you can call 323-835-1123 or visit politicalbombshow.cf. Oh, I have a head, uh, not a headache. I have an earache today and it just won't go away. And I think it's getting worse. I don't know if you know that hydrogen peroxide has many uses. One of them is to clean your air. And uh, I poured some down my air, and it was really bubbling loud, like I was frying some fried chicken or something. And uh, when I tilted my head to let the liquid out, it was, like, really hot. So I'm guessing it's really infected, and it's my own fault. It's because I use Q-tips on you. Now, I know you're not supposed to put Q-tips in your air, so uh, I'm pretty sure I did it to myself. So anyway, I'm not going to complain about my pains. Um, how was my weekend? My weekend was a drinking weekend. I usually don't drink. Um, that's probably why I didn't do, usually I like to do a special Saturday show. So I didn't want to do a show in my condition. Let's put it that way. It would have been a drunken rant show. So uh, I decided not to do it. And uh, well, it's fine. I don't normally drink that much. And uh, I was going to go see Mission Impossible, uh, Fallout, or whatever you call that movie, but I didn't end up going. I'll probably go tomorrow. I'm pretty sure I'll go tomorrow. Maybe catch a matinee and check it out. But uh, today's show, I'm going to tackle a topic that's very sensitive, and I... I reached out to many churches, particularly the ones in Northampton, Massachusetts. I reached out to others as well, but I didn't expect that it would get back to me because they don't want to be on record talking about this, I'm sure. But I wanted to ask them how they felt about churches hanging flags of special interest outside of their uh, their churches or inside or wherever they hang in. How do they feel about that? And why do they do it? But no one wants to come back and uh, talk to me. So 
I'll be talking about that today. I'll also be talking about uh, about war. Do you think we're going to go to war with Iran? What do you think is going on with that? I don't know. Pretty strong words saying that they were going to uh, wipe out everything that the president have. So that's like a direct threat. So do you think we're going to go to war? I don't know. That's a very good question, though. So I'll be talking about that, and I'll also be covering some other things in the news, like the immigrants and Apple and Amazon and all of the usual suspect stuff. But I'm really, really, really interested in talking about this with uh, with pastors, preachers, bishops, even the congregation. I want to know how you feel about special interests, flags, being hung in the church. Because when I used to go to church, there was no special interest flags. Everyone was welcome there. You didn't have to say, oh, hey, gay people, I have a gay pride flag here. You're welcome here. Hey, Black Lives Matter people. Hey, whatever people. That's just, it doesn't, it doesn't serve a purpose that's good to me. It's telling me that church isn't what it used to be. And I wonder why the attendance in church is going down. It's just not the way it used to be. When I used to go to church, everything used to be about praising God and and rejoicing and praying and learning more about the Bible. But I don't think it's like that anymore. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I'd love for someone to call in and, and tell me that I'm wrong here. Speaking of churches, they may have to pay taxes and members of the congregation may pay politically. So that's pretty interesting. Let's start with that, actually, since I'm already talking about church here. Um, This is from the McClatchy DC Bureau. And uh, it says pretty much here, members members of Congress should be able to work together to protect Houses of worship from having to pay taxes, especially in an election year when both parties want to earn the faith community's votes. In an era of pervasive partisan politics, however, not even that is is a guarantee. Some Republicans do want to tweak a portion of their 2017 tax bill that will now force nonprofits, including churches, to pay a 21% tax on value of certain employee benefits. I think, honestly, the churches, they're too politically now, and I feel that they shouldn't even be getting a tax break anymore. And a, a lot of these nonprofits, I feel the same way. They're clearly left-leaning and clearly not um, not doing what they're supposed to do. And so, yeah, I think that obviously, if you're if you're a group that comes right out and says that I'm right-leaning, I'm left-leaning, that's different. But some of these these groups they disguise themselves as if they're they're nonpartisan, but they really are partisan. So, anyway. But most others downplay the problem or deny it needed to be addressed. 
Assistant House Minority Leader Jim Glyburn, Clyburn of South Carolina is rallying Democrats around new legislation to repeal the provision. See, I wonder why Democrats want to repeal it. That just points to exactly what I'm saying. It points to exactly what I'm saying. But he can't do it without the help from the Republicans. And calling their tax bill the GOP tax scam isn't going to win over lawmakers who are fiercely protective of their of this congressional session's biggest legislative achievement. Democrats and Republicans are describing the problem in very different ways, said Galen Curry, Vice President of Government Relations for the National Association of Evangelicals. One side is saying this is an oversight. The other side is calling it Republicans' war on religion oversight, overheated rhetoric probably won't help us get a solution. Short of legislative action, a public relations nightmare could be awaiting lawmakers who voted for the tax bill back home. This is an issue that will not go away, said Dan Busby, Busby, president of the Evangelical Council for Physical Accountability. When you stir up 100,000 houses of worship and then hundreds of thousands of nonprofits on top of that, you have a pretty mighty force that is going to get attention on this issue. Tucked away in the new law, congressional Republicans passed late last year with no Democratic support is a provision slapping certain nonprofits and charities, including houses of worship, with a 21% tax on the value of some employee benefits. The ex- expectation is the tax would relate to parking spaces and public transit passes, but those affected by the provision are generally unsure that exactly would qualify as a taxable expense because they still haven't received official guidance from the Treasury Department. So we'll see what happens with that. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with it, but um, I'm certainly not against it. I mean, based on some of these shirts, I mean, really, they are just um, basically like another arm of the Democrat Party. I mean, who hangs a special interest flag and and expects someone to believe that they're non-biased? Are you kidding me? That flag, you shouldn't have to hang a flag, but let's not talk about that yet. Let me just continue uh, talking about other things. I don't want to because I'm going to do a whole segment on that, the way how I feel. But based on what I'm saying here, I think you already know how I feel about it. So um, let's uh, continue some stuff here. This is interesting. Feud between North Carolina neighbors escalate with a fence of used tires. I got to see what this fence of used tires look like. 
Wow, that's wow, huh? It really is. It's not even that tall. It's, it looks kind of ugly, honestly. I wouldn't. I don't know. That's what. Why did they fight? Let's see. Two feud in North Carolina families took their dispute to the next level this month, with the creation of a fence between them made entirely of used tires from the local land landfill. It's more than 200 feet long and contains between 150 to 250 tires, depending on which of the two families is doing the talking. Well, at least they're starting to build a wall. But I digress here. Both families have a lot to say about it. As long as they're not talking to each other, Karen McKinney says she hasn't communicated with her neighbors, Jennifer Best Geyer, since November. McKinney believes Geyer's tire fence was put up as an act of revenge. Huh. What did she do? What did she This is not a fence, McKinney told McClatchy. It is a solid waste, spiteful pile of trash, hazardous to the environment, and an eyesore to look at. It's, it is an eyesore. It looks very ugly. Not true, says Geyer, a former crafts store manager who created it. Of course, you're going to say not so. It's ugly. thing is ugly. It is an eyesore. You're an idiot. If you, he says it's a work of art, says Gaia, a work of art, my butt. I don't think so. It's ugly. I love it. Whatever. Her creation, which stands four tires high, can be found in, a, in the Pleasant Gardens community outside Marion. Both families say they have lived there for years, trying to pinpoint how their disagreements began isn't easy, but it seems to have bubbled over in a dispute over someone using somebody else's private driveway <laughs> that led to a high to hiring a surveyor to check the property lines and that <clears throat> led to the belief of the fence that might be a good idea. At least do a real fence. This this tire thing is is ugly. It really is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. It really is. Geyer says she got the idea for a tire fence off the craft site Pinterest. Are you kidding me? What an idiot. She's a fool. She adds that it's the only type of fence she can afford. Don't put anything there. It looks ugly. You're, you're, you're probably depreciating the value of other people's property there. Oh, I, may, I hope when I finally get my home, I don't have an idiot neighbor like that because I'm not going to be so nice. I'm going to just tell her or him, listen, you idiot. You're depreciating my value. If you want, If you want to be like that, take the damn driveway and stick it up your butt. Anyway, her plan was to have it up indefinitely like a monument, but things changed abruptly 
in the past day, she says. News of the fence reached McDowell County officials, and Gaia says she was told Thursday she has 30 days to take it down. Thank you. Good. After that, she says she'll be fined $50. That's it. This is a final more. McKinney, who, who has lived there in the area for 21 years, is not convinced that will settle things. However, and she says she's braced for Geyer might do next. Yeah, she sounds like a nut. As long as the environmental friendly and isn't an eyesore, we don't care, McKinney says. If they will stay on their own property, mind <clears throat> their own business, <laughs> leave us alone. We can all live in peace. Boy, do I hear that. I just don't like people who don't mind their own business and just won't stay out of my business. I just want to, anyway, and leave us alone. We can all live in peace and it will be fine. Gaia says she's already making plans. What is she going to do now? If the tires have to go, all the art will be going there, Gaia says. I hope she, she's an idiot. You're going to put something else that looks ugly. You're gonna, I hope they don't find you. Next time, I hope they throw you in jail. Especially now that I know it's not about the tires or my fence. It's how McKinney don't like anything I put there. I am trying to come up with other art, and my wheels are turning. You're a fool. You're a drama queen. I hate people who love drama. People who love drama are the worst. Why do you can't just live in peace? Why does everything have to be drama, drama, drama? Drama, drama, drama. I just don't understand people who like drama. It's really unfortunate that you have people, what do I like to call drama queens? They really are the worst. You know what I mean? Drama queens. Drama queens. Because what's going to happen eventually, um, it's going to bubble over into or escalate into more violence. So I don't know why this drama queen won't just drop it and stop being a maniac. She really needs to stop it already. Live in peace. Live and let live. You know, just live and let live. That's all you got to do. I don't know why some people are like that. Live and let live. drama queen. That's what she is, a drama queen. I've known people like that in the past. I cannot stand drama queens because they are just a worthless nightmare. I'll be right back. Work, work. 
slap squad. You used to call me on my break phone. A late night man, you need cheap jobs. Call me on my break phone. Fix your sink, I do any jobs. Of course, I came illegally. Doing jobs for anything. Of course, I came illegally. I'm doing jobs for anything. And my brickers, we just work brica, brica. Working in all these track suits Drunk at work, I fight my nephews He kissed a boy, I was so confused All my cousins come to the country now Ten of us sleep in one bedroom Spooning Pavel, my dick at heart Now I confuse more than ever before to call me on my brick phone Late night when you need cheap jobs Call me on my brick phone Fix your sink, I do any jobs Of course I came illegally Doing jobs for anything Of course I came illegally I'm doing jobs for anything these days there is not much work I'm squatting waiting for some work I just wanna fix a door now I just wanna wash a car now Who is doing all the jobs now? Why is no one call my phone? My drill is feeling all alone now I'm waiting on the road I just want to build a home Drinking beer all alone Outside the store I'm eating a raw chicken You used to call me on my break phone A late night when you need cheap jobs Call me on my break phone Fix your sink, I do any jobs Of course I came illegally Doing jobs for anything of course I came illegally I'm doing jobs for any Dance, let's dance Right foot forward Left foot forward Now dance Welcome back. Zach was a great parody. Immigrant Bling. Basically, it was a hotline bling parody by Bricka Bricka. So, very, very funny stuff. So, uh, let's get back into some not so funny, very stuff. Uh, massage parlors, prostitution on the rise. And you know, now. I've said this before, you probably get sick of me saying this, but I am a social libertarian. And if you are an adult, a consenting adult, and you want to sell your body, that is up to you. I don't think that it should be illegal. That's just how I feel about it. 
it shouldn't be illegal. I mean, listen, you are an adult. You should know whether or not you want to sell your body and just be a doormat for men or a doormat for women or whatever you're, whatever you do. If you want to be a doormat, if you want to have a low self-esteem or you, if you just like sex that much that you just want to have hundreds of people in and out of you to put it not so nicely, then that's on you. That's your choice. You know, that's up to you. The government shouldn't tell you that you can't do that. Obviously, there should be some um, some regulations so that, for instance, you don't have someone who is uh, who has you know sexual transmitted diseases just still putting herself or himself out there and spreading it. There should be some type of regulation where you have to check into the doctor every week to make sure that you're healthy. That's how I think. It should be, but anyway, let's. Uh, this story is by Todd Feathers of New Hampshire Union Leader. Uh, okay, it says here this was uh was July twenty eighth, I mean July twenty ninth. So that was yesterday. It says here, word spread quickly online about the fate of Oakworks therapy. Within hours of federal agents descending on the unassuming White House of Port, Portsmouth Avenue. I, I think I've been there when I was in New Hampshire. I think I passed through there. Uh, <clears throat> with its discreet backyard park, parking lot and garage renovated into the lobby of a massage parlor people started posting on a forum about the business being shut down. The website, one of several that help illegal businesses operate, says it, facil it, fa it uh, facilitates fantasy as it meets reality. The U.S. Attorney's Office of New Hampshire Describe what was occurring inside Oakwood's therapy differently. Prostitution. On July 11th, eight months after the raid, federal prosecutors indicted the owner, Ken DMA, for violating the Travel Act by using the internet to promote prostitution at his businesses which also included massage parlors in uh, Playstow and Salem. In a brief interview, Ma said the indictment was false. In recent years, advertisement for illicit massage businesses have become easy to find online. At websites like Backpage, they're not around anymore. How, oh, don't ask me how I know. Mind your business. What I say, consenting adults. Anyway, which has been shut down since the FBI seized it in April. In New Hampshire, 
the prostitute in New Hampshire, the proliferation of those advertisements corresponds with a change in the landscape of prostitution, federal prosecutors said. Prostitution rings, which often operated out of short-term lease apartments and moved frequently, increasingly seems to be opting for more formal settings. We've seen an uptick in those businesses opening. Assistant U.S. Attorney Mark Zuckerman, I hate Zuck. And anytime I hear Zuck, I think of Zuckerberg, that muck, that mute, that bum, said in the past, you didn't have a business that was kind of hanging out a sign or filing papers with the Secretary of State. It was more under the radar, but over the last few years, we've seen more businesses open as massage parlors. Speaking of which, I probably might go to one on Tuesday. Not that kind, an actual legit one that's in uh, East Hampton. East Hampton, yeah, it's in East Hampton. It's a legit one. It's just a massage school. I meant to go there over the weekend, but probably going to go there tomorrow since I have free time to myself. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm leaning towards going there. There are now 27 massage parlors in New Hampshire listed on just one website. Where's the website? When I visit New Hampshire, I want to go to one. I'm just playing. Okay, so they included aqua. I don't want to out them, so I'm not gonna list them here. I'm I'm not gonna list them here. If you're in New Hampshire and you want to go to one, I say why not? Like I said, being a social libertarian, I don't see the problem if you're a consenting adult and you're paying money for a service. What's the big deal? I don't see a big deal about it. If you're underage, obviously that's different. We don't want underage uh, sex trafficking going on. I'm definitely against that. But I am not against consenting adults wanting to pay a fee and have a good time. It's her body and she can do what she wants or he can do what he wants. But anyway, uh, let's, uh, let's see what else is going on here. 300,000 illegal immigrants crammed into one Paris suburb. Huh, interesting. Very interesting, Mr. Robinson. Danger, danger. This story is coming from the sun. City on the edge of Paris has 300,000 illegal immigrants crammed into just one tiny suburb. Wow, this looks horrible. I can see the picture. This is really horrible. The report said that the suburb just six miles from the Eiffel Tower is putting a huge strain on public services and creating social tensions. There are an estimated 135 different nationalities in St. Denis, most extremely poor, including an estimated 600,000 Muslims from the North African or sub-Saharan African backgrounds, the, the report said. Uh, 
The official legal population is St. Dennis is estimated to be 1.5 million. Wow. But the numbers continue to rise. Well, you know why, you idiots? You keep on accepting them, saying, come on in, all aboard. We don't care if you're illegal. Come on down, you idiots. Build the wall, Mr. Trump. Build the wall. Do it now. Okay, I'm glad I got that on my system. Glad I got that out of my system. Bill the wall. Or for short, I like to say BTW. Uh, let's see. Air Force Defense. Air Force Defensive back first openly gay player at Service Academy. What is this all about? Let's see. Air Force, where was this? Bradley Kim, a defensive back at the Air Force Academy, announced on Friday that, hey, I'm gay, I'm here, and I'm queer. Well, yeah, maybe, I don't know how he said it, but anyway, that he is gay. Kim, who shared his story on Instagram account and through an interview on Outsports, is the first active player at a service academy to publicly come out. Well, you know, this is why I don't understand. Why, if you're gay, you're gay. Why do you have to make a big stink? Hey, everyone, hey, it's me. You don't see you don't see uh, heterosexual going, hey, everyone, it's me. I'm a heterosexual. I'm here and I'm there forever. You don't, why do that? You're making a big stink. Oh, well, it's a special interest groove, Mr. Rayson. So? Be special. Oh, I can't stand it, dude. It's just ridiculous. Fine, you're gay. That's fine. You're lesbian. That's fine. But do you have to push everyone to, you have to uh, let everyone know, hey, I'm here and I'm queer, or whatever they say. I don't know. I'm gay. Means happy. I'm feeling gay today. You see my fingers snapping. Shut up. This this is what I'm saying. Why do you have to just... Can't you just be gay and lesbian and just don't have to tell the world about it? Do you, it's like, why do you have to do that? Why do you have to tell the world that I'm gay and I'm queer and I'm here and I'm there and I'm blah, 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 blah? Why do you have to do that? I don't understand. I really just don't get it. It's like, they just they just draw so much attention to themselves, so much attention. And then, like I said, anyway, anyway, let's just get back to the story. The biggest reason I want to share this is to be able to reach people who are in similar situations, struggling with the same things that I've struggled with, Kim told Outsports. Okay, maybe if he does it for that reason, I could understand that. 
I want to be that example for kids that you can be gay, you can pursue your dreams, and you can have an athletic career. My dreams got me to a D1 football program. I want to be there for people who don't like, who don't feel like they have anyone there for them because I was a kid growing up in high school. And according to Outsports, Kim had previously come out to his parents and various other Air Force teammates and coaches, all to respond of complete support. See? So, um, yeah, I just don't know why it's a big deal. If, you know, they make it a big deal. Basically, the way how I feel is, just like I feel not about anyone that's like, like if you're religious and you believe in God, right, and you want to force your religion on someone, or you're Muslim and you believe in Allah, and you want to force your 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 religion on others, the same way I feel about about the gay community or LGBTQ. They're this way, and they want to force their way of life on others. I don't like that. Don't force your will on me. I don't like anyone that try to force their will on me because I always respond in a very not so nice way. I don't like people tell me what to do and I don't like people forcing their will on me, no matter what it was. Like I remember growing up, the Jehovah Witnesses trying to impose their will on me, knocking on the door Sunday morning. I would let my dog out, say, get him. I know that's kind of bad, but I was a, I was a mean kid. But, you know, seriously, I don't like it when people force their will on me, no matter what it is. It's just not good. Don't force your will on me, and I won't force my will on you. That's just the way it is to me. I'm so glad that you are here. We actually have something that we need to talk about. What do you need to talk about? We're all the same. We just want to belong. So let me explain in the form of a song what you're about to find out. Got news to share. So sit yourself down. Get yourself prepared. And if this is hard to hear, then you should hit replay. Cause I can guarantee it's harder for them to say. Whoever sent you this told me to say hello. Give you a hug and kiss it. And also wanted you to know they're gay And today is the day That you're fighting out because they're happy this way Oh, gay, gay because It's the reason love's always in season And love is love And uh, it's a good segue into What I want to talk about mainly And that is churches that hang special interest flags on their property. What message are they sending to, to us as a churchgoer who wants to go to the church? What message are they sending to us? I'm talking to you, Northampton, Massachusetts community churches that I've passed and see a Black Lives Matter and a gay pride flag hanging out your your church. What message are you sending? What are you saying? All lives should matter, is what I'm saying. All lives should matter. All lives should matter. You know, what What if I said, hey, I want you to hang a Confederate flag there. 
Oh no, you can't do that. That's so controversial. It's so racist. Wow, that was loud. I hate the summer in the cities with these loud motorcycles revving up. Angers me. I'll be right back. Master, who did sin? This man or his parents said he was born blind. Neither had this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Go. Wash in the pool of Siloam. Is this not he that sat and begged? This is he. No, he is like him. I am he. How were thine eyes opened? A man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed mine eyes and said unto me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And I went and washed, and I received sight. Where is he? I know not. How did you receive your sight? He put clay upon mine eyes, and I washed, and do see. This man is not of God, because he keepeth not the Sabbath day. How can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? What sayest thou of him? That he hath opened thine eyes. He is a prophet. The keyword phrase of the day is God is love. Text us now, 323-835-1123 or contact us at politicalbombshow.cf. So churches out there who support special interest groups, why are you actually doing it? I mean, when I was growing up, everyone went to church, whether you were Gay, straight, there wasn't any transgenders around then, but gays are straight, went to church, and there was no flags or banners hanging saying, hey, look, I'm here, I'm queer, let me in, I'm here. There was nothing around like that. So the question that I want to know, and I've reached out to many churches, I haven't, no one's gotten back to me, no one wants to go on on the show and be interviewed about this, but I want to know why are you doing it? What's this changed? And the only thing that comes to my mind is money, money and politics. That's what I think it's all about right now. I don't think it's about like that clip I just played of Jesus healing the blind man. Church was about going there for blessings and going there to hear the word of God. It's not like that anymore. I don't think, I really don't think it's like that. Not, you can't be hanging signs that says Black Lives Matter and uh, pride flags and expect that people, that you're going to be sending a positive message. Don't you see that's why the attendance of church is going down? And that's another reason why I think they're doing it too. Because you see, the churches have become so far left that, that uh, conservatives who are traditionally churchgoers has just stopped going because they don't want to deal with it. And so the, the church needs a way to bring in more money for lack of better words. So they're, they're um, advertising, Hey, look at me. I'm gay. Look at me. It's I'm black lives matter. Look at me. You know, I mean, how would you feel if someone, like I said, hung a 
a flag? What if I opened up the church of Mr. Blyden and I hung flags like don't tread on me and all lives matter and the Confederate flag? How would you feel about that? Oh, no, Mr. Blyden, you can't do that. That's offensive. How dare you? Well, how about it being offensive to me that you're hanging Black Lives Matter and um, pride flag? That's offensive to me. You shouldn't hang any flag there. If you're going to hang a flag, hang the flag of the United States of America. Don't hang these special interest group, group flags. That's what I'm saying about this. I'm not going to change my mind on this. I think that they're doing it because attendance is low, because they're too far left, and they're, all, they're chasing all the conservatives out of the building. And so they need revenue. And so they're going after these special interest groups. And no one can tell me otherwise. Until you call my show and tell me otherwise, I'm going with that. It's about money. It's about attendance. It's not about healing anyone. It's not about about uh, making people believe in God anymore and um, be baptized. It's not about that anymore. It's not about that at all. I wonder what they teach in, in the in the churches now. Any anyone from a congregation, if you'd like to call and tell me if you do go to church, what exactly do you talk about in your church? Is it is it uh, really still about the word of God, learning the Bible, Bible study, or is has it changed? And specifically, I'm talking about churches that hang these banners of of all lives, Black Lives Matter, and gay pride flags. I'm talking to them specifically. Do you hang flags there and do you um, do you teach about the word of God or or what do you teach there? What do you teach? I really am curious to know what do you teach? I almost feel like going to one of these church services in, in Northampton and see exactly what happens there and then report back. That's what I'm thinking about doing. I'm really thinking about doing that and somehow bring a, a some type of a digital tape recorder so I could uh, record what's going on in there. Obviously, I probably won't be able to play it because it'll be secretly recorded. But uh, I just wonder what's going on in these places that hang these flags. I'm gonna reach out to them again to see if they wanna come on my show and be interviewed on this. So, cause I'm trying not to be one-sided. I am trying to have the other side of the argument come on and and tell me what, you know, how they feel, but I'm not gonna wait forever. If they're not gonna get back to me, then it means that they're not interested. They don't wanna have that argument. So I'm gonna give my side of the argument and I feel my side of the argument is correct. Unless someone gives me a valid reason as to why I'm wrong, it's about losing conservatives who are usually churchgoers. You're losing them because you're, the churches are just getting too politically far to the left. And so they need to make up that income and put have more bodies in the church. So therefore, they're going after these special interest groups. I'll be shocked and surprised if they don't go after illegal immigrants next. That's who they're, that's who they're going after next. Although I don't know that they have money. Oh, wait. Weren't some of these illegals getting money from the government? Wow. Shame per shame per shame. 
who used to it's Gorman Pyle used to say that per same per same per same. I think that was Gorman Pyle. It's ridiculous. It really I don't understand. Um, I really am trying to understand why the churches want to do this. I don't understand it. Could someone please call me and tell me why why um, the churches feel like they have to do this? I don't get it. I really don't get it at all. You know, because um, it's uh, it's going to kill the church eventually. I mean, I don't think that the church was meant to be like that. And uh, it's just going to, you know, it's going to um, collapse. The churches are going to collapse. That's just how I feel about it. So I don't know if how you feel about it, but I know that it's definitely uh, going to collapse. That's just how I feel. Exactly. Shazam. Shazam. I don't really, it's like, it's like, like they live in a, in a world where it's uh, of make-believe. It's not real. It's like they think they have a genie or something. You know, it's like, what is going on here? I don't understand at all. I really don't. I mean, is anyone really going to church anymore to learn the word of God? Or are you just going there? Because there's more political, uh, sure, sure, I don't even know what the word is. Are you just going there because there's a gay flag there or, or Black Lives Matter there? And you think you can meet other people like you? Or why are you going there exactly? That's what I want to know. I don't understand it at all. I really don't. So I don't have much more to say on this. Until I have the other side of the argument, I guess I can't really say much other than what I just said. Amsterdam becomes lawless jungle at night. Huh. Interesting. Let's see what this is all about. A lawless jungle at night. Doesn't sound very uh, friendly now, does it? This is coming from the AFP. It says here, Taurus hotspot Amsterdam turns into a lawless jungle after dark with the police powerless to intervene against crime and violence. The city's Omberstram warned in an interview Saturday, the city becomes an urban jungle at night. Amsterdam official Ombudsman Array Zermon told Dutch Daily throw warning of illegal car and bike races zooming 
through the streets open drugs, sales, and general mayhem. Criminal money flourishes. There is no authority and the police can no longer handle the situation, he warned. I, th I'm, I think that that's soon to happen in places like San Francisco. Um, some 18 million tourists flock to Amsterdam every year, more than the entire population of the Netherlands. Of, I think it's for the weed. Over the past year, the city has sought to take major steps to push back against unruly visitors, ins ins insisting stiff fines and penalties for breaking public disturbance laws. But enticed by cheap travel, groups mostly of young men, mainly for el from elsewhere in the Netherlands or Britain, frequently roam the inner city's canal, lined streets at weekends on pubs, crawls, or to celebrate stag parties drawn by easy access to drugs and the notorious red light district. So, uh, yeah, that's what it's all about. It's about the drug. Wait a minute, what? Scooters race through the pet uh, pedestrian areas. There's a lot of shooting. Drugs are being bought. They're stealing. People pee and even poop on the streets. I think they've been to San Francisco. They must have got it from San Francisco. They they must have got it from San Francisco because that's where they do they do the pooping. Except it's the homeless people that does it. Wow, this is unbelievable. This is just unbelievable. What is the world coming to? Honestly, I mean, you got people peeping and pooping. <laughs> My goodness, man. I don't understand. I really don't get it. I don't. So, um, let's see. So, I read any more of this sick story. Uh, da, da, da. One night, we counted 900 offenses, mainly between the hours of 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. The atmosphere is grim, and there is an air of lawness, he said, Wow. Um, there is violence, but no action. You can't even pee on the on a van of a mobile police unit. Oh, wait. You can even pee on a van of a mobile police unit, and the driver won't say anything. Wow, this is really bad. It, oh, man. I hope San Francisco... Um, Government, I mean, San Francisco mayor and San Francisco senators or San Francisco governor is listening to that. This, it's coming to San Francisco real soon, real soon. Because if it's not there already, it probably is there already. Who knows? So, uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's crazy. I remember I was I always used to love when I would watch TV and I used to see San Francisco the way how it used to look. Apparently, don't look that way anymore. To San Francisco, make sure you wear a clothespin on your nose. All right, no, I'm always picking on San Francisco. Let's let's. 
stop. Oh, they should they should be picked on. It's horrible the condition there in San Francisco. Okay, uh, Arkansas's woman accused of killing husband after disagreement over porn. Are you? Oh, wow. Let's see this. Let's read this. Wow. Wow. This old lady is vicious. Look at her. Wow. How old is she? She looks pretty old. She's got a temper. A Jefferson County woman was charged with capital murder Saturday after she admitted shooting her husband after a disagreement over pornography, authorities said. Patricia Hill, who is 69, called 911 and reported she had shot her husband, who was 65 years old, Frank Hill, just before 3 p.m. Saturday. Marge, what's M-A-G? I guess Marge. Oh, I'm sorry. Major Lafayette Woods Jr. of the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office said, Deputies went to 3801 Donaldson Lane where they found Patricia Hill in the yard and detained her. According to the news-related release, deputies found Frank Hill inside a shed on the property with uh, at least two gunshot wounds, according to the release. Paramedics were called to the scene, but Frank Hill was pronounced dead a short time later. Patricia Hill was taken into custody. She waived her rights and agreed to speak with the investigators. Hill told investigators she and her husband had never had any physical alterations, but they had a disagreement about video pornography purchased by her husband, according to the release. Are you that mad woman? You really killed the man over some porn? On Saturday, Hill went in, into the shed where her husband was and asked him to leave, but he refused, she told authorities. Miss Hill admitted that she then returned inside the resident where she armed herself with a 22 caliber pistol, Wood said in the release. She went back to the shed a short time later where she entered and shot her husband twice, striking him once in the leg and then once in the head. After the shooting, she went back inside the home, returned the pistol, and called 911 according to the release. Hill was being held without bail. Oh, man, this is insane. Are you telling me that because he wanted to watch some porn because he didn't want to have sex or look at your ugly ass? Look at you. No wonder the man wanted to sit in a shed and watch porn. You're ugly and you have no sex appeal. Give the man a break. You are, I hope you, I don't know. Let's see, where was she? I closed it out already. I hope that they have the death penalty where you are. That's just some sick stuff. That's no reason to go kill the man because he wanted to watch some porn. I mean, I could see you could have gone back inside, got some cold water, threw it in his face, anything but to go and shoot him. You are a sick woman. 
666. Apple and Amazon lead pack to 1 billion market value. I don't care. I love Apple. Don't get me wrong, but I don't really care about the story. Army on standby for no deal Brexit emergency in the UK. I don't know if they're going to... I don't know what's going to happen there with Brexit. I mean, the people voted. They wanted to be released from the from the uh, the EU, and is therefore it's like almost like what's what's going on over here in America. We the people voted for Donald Trump. He won, and now they're trying to take our president away from us. The same thing they sound like they're doing over there with the Brexit. The people voted, and they're saying no, you can't leave the EU. That's what it sounds like they want to do here. But uh, the ministers have drawn up plans to send in the army to deliver food, medicine, and fuel in the event of shortages if Britain crashes out of the EU without a deal. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, Let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Church. Oh, yep. I think I read this already. Churches may have to pay taxes. Yeah. Eddie Murphy's ex banned from writing about their relationship in a book. Huh. I didn't even know Eddie Murphy was still around. Another story in the sun. Mel B. Block from talking about ex-Eddie Murphy in upcoming tell-all autobiography, Brutally Honest. Former Spice Girl can't dish on actor due to legal gag, but she's expected to write about ex-husband Stephen Belfonte. Huh. Interesting. A source said, Mel, come on, don't do this. Stupid pop-ups. Where A source said, Mel has to be very careful about her chapter on Eddie because they have a legal deal in place. That came in the aftermath of him denying being the dad of Angel and then working out a financial deal throughout lawyers. Uh, celebrities are so, more are the most screwed up people. I just don't understand celebrities. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm glad I, I made it to a certain level and then I didn't go over that hump to being a celebrity. Who knows if I wouldn't have been screwed up as as they are. They're so screwed up. They really are. Uh, and franchise best. I think they're still talking here about Mission Impossible, the movie I'm gonna go see probably tomorrow. But it says Mission Impossible, Fallout Source, the franchise best. Uh, 61 million in the US, 153 million globally. So, yeah, I'm probably gonna go see it. I don't. I don't know if I, I probably will. We'll we'll see how I feel because I want to have a few more whiskey. <laughs> oh, never mind. 
Fury of flames spread. What is this? Oh, I think it's getting old. I think I'm getting into older stories here. Uh, mystery as Russia liquidates its U.S. Treasury holdings. Nazi flag painted on Indiana swastika. New policy for employers eager to hire. No experience necessary. Huh. That means the economy will be really booming. They're hurling for people. Hurling. Uh, polar bear shot dead after wounding cruise ship worker. Obama Foundation delays presidential center. Groundbreaking. I don't care about you. Don't just stay away. Summer bummer. Madrid tax. Taxes. Join. Bark. Oh, you know, I don't care about that. Basically, uh, taxis are getting really upset with Uber, so they're going to do a strike against Uber. Power storm hits disaster ravages Japan. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow, Manafort trial starts. You just know that the mainstream media is going to be all over that. TSA tracking regular travelers like terrorists in secret surveillance program. That sucks. I don't like this. Let's see. This is horrible, man. I don't. I don't like this. This is. This is not America. Come on. Uh, what is this? Not. Okay, you know, federal federal air marshals have begun following ordinary U.S. citizens not suspected of a crime or on any terrorist watch list. How is this good? And collecting extensive information about their movements and behavior under a new domestic surveillance program that is drawing criticism from within the agency. That's not right. Unbelievable. The previous, previously undisclosed program called Quiet Skies specifically targets travelers who are not under investigation by any agency and are not in the terrorist screening database, according to the Transportation Security Administration Bulletin in March. The internal bulletin describes the program's goal as Threatened threats to commercial aircrafts posed by unknown or partially known terrorists and gives the agency broad discretion over which air travelers to focus on and how closely they are tracked. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not done with this at all. But some air marshals in interviews and internal communications shared with the Globe say the program has them tasked with shadowing travelers who appear to pose no real threat. A businesswoman who happened to have traveled to a Mideast hotspot in one case 
a Southwest Airlines flight attendant in another, and fellow federal law enforcement officers in a third. It is time-consuming and costly assistance, they say, which saps their ability to do more vital law enforcement work. Yeah, this is unbelievable. I don't understand. It's really not really not good. It's it's not uh it's not helping. And you know why would you want to do this? I don't understand it at all. Really unfortunate that this is happening. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I wonder how do you feel about it? What if you were being followed like this? If you like this, I want you to tell me and let me know if you actually like that this is happening and tell me the reason why. Don't just say, I like it and say, I like it. That's it. Bye-bye. No, I want to know the reason why you like this. I don't understand why anyone would like this. So um, I don't like TSA to begin with. I really wish it would go back to being a private company because government never fix anything. They really don't. All they do is break things. Most government agencies don't fix a thing. Fix nothing. That's what I gotta say. You're unbelievable. So that's how I feel about that. That just unbelievable. I will be right back. Everybody, gather around. I'm here to give you anything you like. You want free college, energy, mortgages, <laughs> whatever you like. You have come to the right place. Why? I'll tell you why. Who can take your money? Who can take your money? With a twinkle in their eye. A twinkle in their eye. Take it all away and give it to some other guy. The government. The government can. The government can. And who can tax the sunrise? Who can tax the sunrise? Who can tax the trees? Who can tax the trees? Let you run a business and collect up all the fees. The government. The government. Oh, the government can. The government can. And the government can, cause they mix it up with lies and make it all taste good. Constitution. And who can give a bailout? Who can give a bailout? Tell us to behave. Tell us to behave. And make the founding fathers roll over in the grave. The government. The government. Oh, the government can. The government can. And the government can cause they mix it up well as and make it all taste good. The government takes everything we make They're power hungry and malicious Their economics are fictitious Soon we'll have to eat our dishes Delicious! Who can be a failure? In so many ways In so many ways And instead of getting fired 
the government. Bravo, bravo. The Government Can by Tim Hawkins. Check out some more of his stuff at timhawkins.net. Let's get back into some more stories here. Uh, let's see here. Hmm. Let's see. Nunes says, looking at legal remedies against Twitter censoring. It's about time they should not be censoring conservative and prominent Republicans. It should not be done. They definitely need something to be done with them. It's, they shouldn't be doing it. Why are they, why did they, they're going after us, but they do nothing to, um, to, to liberals because they're, because they're one. It's not right. It's like, see, conservatives are more fair-minded. We're conservative, but we don't censor liberals because liberals are idiots anyway. We don't need to censor them. They, we could just chew them up in an argument, in, in a debate easily. So we don't need to censor them. They're, they're, they're smucks. They're, they're, you know, they're smucks. I don't know why... Uh, why did why these companies think they could get away with these things? It's it's really pathetic. It really is. So um I'm glad that, that these they're talking about censoring them. Because they should be censored. They shouldn't be uh they should not be uh they shouldn't be coming after us because we're uh we're conservative. It's not right. It's not right at all. So uh I say it's about time. Bravo. Bravo, Nunez. Bravo. This week, Facebook CEO Mark, excuse me, let's rewind it. I don't call him by his name. This week, Facebook CEO Sucky Zucky finally got the whack across the nose that many hoped Congress would give him back in April. The social media giant's stock price took a spectacular nosedive on Thursday. And I am, I am so happy that happened. And it's nothing to do with oh because he's rich and I'm I'm not is because he's he's um he's censoring conservative and uh, it's not right. You can't claim to be uh, a neutral platform, but you but you censor conservative. 
it, it's just like um, when he was grilled and uh, Ted Cruz told him, it's his it's his right if he wants to be if he wants to be a partisan website, but tell the truth, but don't lie and say that oh you're neutral and you're not you're it's clearly not neutral. It's why you kicked me out of there. I left. I like I said, I only use my political bombshell Facebook and I put news on there. And in fact, I'm going to put this story on there about you. They, they put a great picture of him. They have him with a black eye. It, it looks great. But anyway, uh, Thursday after the company forecast a slowdown in the rate of new user signups, analysts reckon Facebook's limp response to the European Union's recently enact digital piracy laws also served investors on its near-term financial future. While Sucky Zucky spent the first half of 2018 listening to but not really hearing complaints about how Facebook mishandled users' database, it's a good bet he's listening now. Oh, poor Zucky, Sucky Zucky. All told... (laughs) Thursday trading vaporized 119 billion of Menlo Park, California company's market value. That's roughly the equivalent of the gross domestic product of Kuwait. Wow. Public patience with sucky zucky, unconvincing, and at times duplicitous statements about the heroic length Facebook goes to protect user data appears to have come to an end. Let's not dismiss conservative leaving and the way how he's how he's treating conservatives like diamond and silk. A rolling tide of revelations this year about persistent privacy breaches has uh, eroded Facebook's credibility with this with this issue. People have been logging off in droves. Yes, yes, yes. Facebook has long claimed that its mission is to develop social infracture and gag bill companies. Com- I mean, bill community. Bottom line: sucky, sucky. Feel the bird, sucky, sucky. Sucky bird. Sucky bird. Sucky bird. A first of its kind, an intelligent machine with the ultimate intent to conquer all and reign supreme. Go online, have a look. By a zuck, they are in beta, so there is a few small bugs like constant misuse of your data. Zuckerberg! 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 Bridgewater, New Jersey, AP. The publisher of the New York Times said Sunday, He implored President Donald Trump at a private White House meeting this month 
to reconsider his broad attacks on journalists, calling their president anti-press rhetoric not just divisive but increasingly dangerous. Oh, shut up. You're the ones that are dangerous. He's just telling the truth. You are. You guys are really just like sucky zucky. You're you're biased. You're super biased. So uh, yeah, I say keep it going. May keep it going. Make America mate again. USA birth rate to boom. Yeah, I. Don't Iran's currency hits record low amid deepening economic crisis. Yeah, I, I, I'm. Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to talk about when I come back. That was one of my issues I wanted to talk about. Do you think that we're going to go to war with Iran, or is this all um, just you know uh, psychological warfare? Bam 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 Iran. 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 Bam talk about this. I mean, as far as I can see here, so Iran threatened us and because I guess we're going to choke them off as far as um, 
killing that uh, deal when they were getting all this money on uh, sanctions. And so they said they threatened the United States and then Trump, he, uh, he went on Twitter and, and told them, don't, don't you uh, ever threaten the U.S. again or you'll be sorry more than you'll be ever sorry before. I'm just paraphrasing. And so they came back and said basically that uh, that they were going that they have the ability to take out everything that he owns. So basically, what happens is they went completely personal. They did not. They didn't talk about the U.S. They talked about specifically stuff that Trump owned. So let me ask you, as a man, someone threatening your all everything that you worked hard for to build. How would you respond? So that's why I'm asking the question here. Are we going to go to war? Because um, I just don't think that he's going to take this lying down. I know I wouldn't. And I could just picture myself, someone threatening me personally and expecting that they're going to get away with it. No, I'm going to punch them in the mouth before they could hit me. So... I'm just wondering what's going to happen. Yes, I don't want us to be obviously going to any more wars, but you have to look at it like this. Kim Jong-un and Vladimir Putin, they're on the world stage out there. They're looking at this. They're gonna they're looking to see how the United States president is going to respond to being threatened like this. And if he respond if he responds really weak, then Russia will essentially treat him like how he treated Obama with no respect and all the hard work will pay off won't pay off that we got with uh North Korea so he has to be he's boxed in he has no choice he has to respond really strongly so I just don't know how he's going to respond but I know he has to respond uh strongly he has to he has no choice because like I said Putin and Kim Jong-un, they're looking at him. So if he responds weakly, it's not going to be good. So I think he has no other choice but to respond with brimstone and fury and fire and fury. I think he has no choice. It has to be done. I don't see any other way of getting out of this. How else are we going to get out of this? He can't appear weak. He has to respond very strongly. How well, if he, I mean, think about what I just said there. If, um, if Russia sees us re- responding really weakly, really weakly, uh, the president have me saying words like weakly, like uh, how we always say bigly. Anyway, uh, if we respond weak, uh, it's not going to be good for us. So he has to respond strong. I'm, it's just a matter of when. When is he going to respond back? It's what I want to know. He's definitely going to respond back. I have no question in my mind on that. It's just how and when and when and where it's going to happen. I don't know, but it's going to happen. As sure as I'm sitting here, it's going to happen. It's got to happen. He can't let this go on. He, you know, it can't just go undone, unsaid like this. It has. He has to respond strongly. Otherwise, it will look like a coward that just talks the talk and don't walk the walk. So we're going to have to respond with brimstone. I don't know if, I don't know that we need to bomb them out of uh, 
of, of existing, but uh, it's got to be done. It definitely has to be done. So what do you think? Do you think that we have to uh, bomb them or there's, there's another way to respond without bombing them? Because I don't see any other way of getting out of this. It has to be done. It's just, there's no question about it. It has to be done. It definitely has to be done. There's no other way. How else are we going to get out of it? Do you know? Because I don't know any other way of getting out of this without bombing them. And they have to be bombed. That's just the bottom line. And no, I don't want war. Obviously, I don't want the war. But he threatened him specifically. I mean, what is he going to do? You threaten a man specifically and you expect him to do nothing? Are you kidding me? You can't. No, 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 no. This cannot go unsettled. So anyway, I think that it's definitely coming. So. So, thanks for listening this Monday, Monday morning. Hope you have a good Monday. And I'd like to hear from you. Do you think that we should bomb Iran? What do you think? How do you think we should resolve this conflict? Give us a call, 323-835-1123 or on politicalbombshow.cf. Don't forget to win your Political Bomb Show wristband. Listen, hear the catch, the, the key phrase, text it, or send us via our website and win. It's that simple. Bye-bye, folks. Oh, baby, come on, so come on, people,